How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going weird. Yeah, it's uh, it is pretty weird. I would like to say for anybody who knew what this week's episode was supposed to be, <laughs> um, I have kneecapped it to postpone mm-hmm. to a later week mm-hmm. in favor of some more recent events and newsworthy topics i like how diplomatically uh, oh i this is when i try and sound smart (laughs) (laughs) i like to uh word things in certain ways like oh mm." yeah you know it's like i we don't usually come up with titles uh before the podcast actually is recorded we kind of like come up with it afterwards i'm wondering if this one's just going to be china (laughs) right like what are people even going to think in response to that like, is it the wrestler? Is it the country? That was C-H-Y-N-A, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true, actually. I didn't actually ever really watch wrestling. I don't... Like, I might have watched some. Because I used to go over to a friend's house mm-hmm. uh, after church. And him and his dad were big into pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> it would be on. But then we'd also, like, play those games. Now, right. To be fair, the games were actually really enjoyable. Right. Because there's just a certain thing of like beating the shit out of somebody with uh, random objects, chairs, you custom or ladder matches. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy with a suit. I can't remember his name, but he was literally just like a business person with a suit. I mean, that, that could easily be a wrestling personality. Yeah, that's who he was. I, I was glad this is where the story ended up where you're just like, after church, me and my friend, like my friend and his dad, we would go over to his place and we'd wrestle. And <laughs> you're just like... Uh. <laughs> right <laughs> well, i was having a hard time uh, grabbing him because he's so so slippery <laughs> right just oil up and get in there <laughs> uh no that's not what we're talking about though though maybe we should someday you know get through that um today we're going to talk about the implications of recent events and the gaming industry our own personal thoughts on it and if anybody uh, spends any time on reddit they'll basically know what we're talking about but yeah like why is epic keep giving me free games <laughs> right what's that about yeah exactly the reason epic keeps giving you free games is because um, they have a significant a significant number of their shares are owned by tencent which is a chinese company and they have our best interests at heart like any big company <laughs> uh, they have their best interest at heart which is just making money yeah um, which is not uh, an invalid or wrong goal. Mm-hmm. Just the root of all evil. Or that's specifically the love of money. This isn't the religious episode. I'm sorry. I'll take the back. We'll that's, get to that. It's a later week. <laughs> That'll be the Halloween one because nobody wants it. That's the ultimately scary one, right? Is the religious episode. <laughs> What's scarier than hell? <laughs> Oh, could, could the intro for that be a Take Me to Church? That's definitely licensed music. Yeah. Versus everything else that we've stolen. Right. Um, 
Well, it was only licensed till we stole it. <laughs> now we, we stole the license. It's unlicensed. Too. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the high seas out here. So what happened in recent events mm-hmm. for those who do not go on Reddit as often as we? Right. Or maybe Reddit is like, you know, blocked in your country. So in that case, we're breaking news here. But uh, so it starts out as a basically a pretty um, uncons- non-conspicuous event. So there's a um, Taiwanese player wins a Hearthstone championship. Um, Heresy. Yes, right. <laughs> That's where the problems started. <laughs> First, we let the Taiwanese players win Hearthstone <laughs> matches. Um, but he, uh, after his uh, winning the match... Um, he was going for the post-match interview and there were uh, two casters who uh, basically said, uh, say the eight words and we'll cut. And he comes on with a uh, gas mask and um, uh, essentially says the slogan of Hong Kong liberation, which is liberate Hong Kong um, and uh, revolution of our time. And that's like big, big, bad no, no in China where, uh, censorship laws are in full effect um so they they do cut uh blizzard ultimately uh, posts on their site uh the ex- exact part of the um codes of conduct that he violated which was uh, essentially boils down to bringing disfavorable views upon blizzard mm-hmm. which is like pretty vague you know i think we, we'd agree that there's Every, a lot everybody of everybody has like a blanket ruling on something as like a, a cover your ass type thing yeah in the same way that like how youtube handles uh copyright claims mm-hmm. it's just kind of a well i guess it falls under this uh sucks to suck yeah it's the the thing that makes it kind of exceptional is not that they have that policy everyone would have that policy um and he did violate it you know mm-hmm. by causing this up this this issue with uh, china also um what were the eight words that he was supposed to say Oh, so if not represent the Hong Kong Revolution, so the at least my, my understanding of the situation is that the casters knew what he was going to say. There was no eight proper words. It's that the casters knew, based off the fact he was wearing a gas mask at the time, that he was going to say the liberation motto for Hong Kong. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you'll get your, get your two cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a layered joke, mm-hmm. and then essentially they're just going to cut. Yeah. Like they had to give him airtime because he won the, tr- the tournament mm-hmm. gotcha it's interesting though because and this is where you know a uh, china apologist may come in and say um so ultimately the casters were fired the player was banned for a year and his winnings were reduced to zero which uh, is uh, stipulated in the terms of service basically in the policy um that's pretty you know uh, aggressive that his you know winnings would be reduced to zero but that's the part that stipulated the ban was entirely kind of uh it was blizzard's determination how long he should be banned and they picked a year um so that was up to them uh, the casters being fired upset a lot of people because they didn't understand or, why right exactly what is the justification for the casters being fired um and it wasn't like super well spread about that they said like say your eight words and we'll cut because that's kind of lynn's intent in a way right like mm-hmm. they're giving him a platform to speak uh, about the revolution and i mean most people i think listening to this would you know agree with um 
like Hong Kong's push for democracy, all of this, you know, their, their own like push towards liberation. We see that as like a positive thing in the West, right? But definitely from a Chinese perspective, that's two people willingly choosing to enable someone to say this message when they knew he was going to say it. It's not like he rushed, grabbed a, a camera and a hey, microphone. I just want to say, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so in their eyes, if you're approaching it from that view, like you would understand why the casters ended up getting fired. Now, that's, you know, pretty serious uh, penalty for both people. Well, I all would say involved. for all three people, that is uh, very serious. Yeah. Because like you said, um, the initial rule or clause uh, in the tournament codes of conduct is kind of vague and just kind of a, hey, you pissed us off, so mm-hmm. we're going to enact judgment. Yeah. Um, the- it just seems like a lot for one player mm-hmm. to be banned for a whole fucking year yeah. and to have no money because they have political views on things that are going on and you know they're fucking country like yeah. th- things that they're uh, close to mm-hmm. and involved in um and it's kind of a western view i would i say western but i mean non well Chinese we're outsiders view. obviously right. mm-hmm. that like someone should be able to say those things mm-hmm. in china like it's kind of assumed no you can't say those things why should you be able to say those things right like those are against the government um so we don't we don't do that in the west <laughs> right uh i mean that's that's you know one of our great freedoms is that we have the freedom to criticize our government like that's what that's what we feed off of really is criticizing our own government uh, yeah without getting into politics which i realize will get me banned from the, the soap stone <laughs> <laughs> i think it's it should be everyone's right to have a public public discourse on matters that affect them yeah. plain and simple mm. um, and when those rights are stripped away again not getting into like full politics yeah yeah but uh, anybody should feel justified in desiring those if they do not have them right because they are entitled to them right like to us in our upbringing in our country this is a basic human liberty yeah this is how we see the world have and take for granted yeah because sure. like do you know how many times we say fuck the cops <laughs> i say it all the time personally. Yeah. all right you don't swear <laughs> but like everybody even like just jokingly yeah mm-hmm. or like in certain music where it's on like actual issues or like violence with police or right. other scenarios um and we can mm-hmm. and that doesn't we're not docked for that that is just freedom of expression right exactly it's you're, you're allowed to say something um, unless you're actively harming other people you know then like we have we, sh- we have these freedoms and we use them um the some some of the consequences of what happened here is um one of the casters ended up on uh twitch there was a twitch clip of him he's basically like crying going over like talking about this this incident um and how his career is basically over because when people work for blizzard um you're part of that ecosystem so he was mainly an overwatch caster actually um but he dabbled in hearthstone casting and um his entire you know portfolio is essentially nuked off the yeah. face of the earth like he's not gonna be able to get a job anywhere that has an affiliation with china because he's on a blacklist now um his career is basically done he has to do something else and he has to do something where he doesn't interact with china you know um 
So I don't know where he's from, whether that's China or Taiwan, but I hope it's Taiwan, you know, <laughs> like otherwise he's, he's going to have a hard time of it. Um, yeah, it's especially rough when you have a very incestuous inter- industry that is also that public facing hmm. because so, like, let's say you say industrious. I said incestuous. Okay. All right. Just making sure. You're saying like, so any type of job you have. Yeah. Um, so like right now I work for a company that is related to banking. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say I did something really shitty mm-hmm. uh, and that got relayed to other companies. Right. Like companies still have relationships um, on like a public friendly facing way. Oh yeah. Where it's like, Oh, Hey, this guy worked for you. Like what were, what were they like? Or I see that they're leaving your company. Why? Yeah. Um, and they'll share that information. Mm-hmm. So something like that of, Oh, we fired them because of these reasons yeah um in a region where a lot of people would agree with that decision like you said full blacklist is kind of shit out of luck as far as that career path yeah even competitors i'm just gonna reword what you say (laughs) right right well no i mean i think you covered a different point like this this has significant impacts and this especially the esports space which is like a pretty uh insular community i mean obviously more in the u.s than like um south korea places like that where Mm -hmm. it's massive but um you know being blacklisted by blizzard that's huge that's yeah that's something that will show up on google forever they're one of the biggest companies and have anybody could name at least three games of theirs yeah Mm -hmm. and that's just not including battle chess right diablo one diablo two and diablo (laughs) three diablo mortal Um, (laughs) right fourth game gotcha Diablo 4? Maybe. Someday. Who knows? Um, But yeah, this is a... That's the base story. That's the inciting incident. Um, And it really sucked for everybody involved. So at at this point... Yes. Do you think any part of their decision was fair and just? Or are you more with my leaning of like, what the fuck, Blizzard? Yeah. I think it's like... I think it's... The punishment is justifiable. Not this punishment. Punishment itself is justifiable. Granted. For, for uh, Satan's uh, political uh, platform in a place where it's clearly not supposed to be allowed. People will disagree with me for that. Um, but you could argue, like, anyone could step up there and, like, you know, say, like, Jesus saves or, you know, some, like, religious slogan or anything like that. That's all supposed to be. It's supposed to be a professional environment where you're focusing on the game itself. Mm-hmm. I get that sometimes you need to go outside of that to actually get noticed, get recognition, bring attention to a cause, but those should always be exceptional and you should be willing to pay the price for that, essentially. That being said, what they should have done is been like giving them a slap on the wrist and been like, hey, you know, clean your wrist because, you know, I haven't washed my hands. Um, but instead they like, like shot him through a catapult into the sun, basically. Like, and those are different punishments entirely. Um, so the the severity of the punishment, I think, is the injustice um, here. And also the, the proximity to it, like the casters just being, they were going to have the interview with them and they were going to talk to him about something. Um, their self-awareness of what he was going to say and the fact that they were giving him a platform for this should not have impacted the outcome for them like this this should be his choice right 
Um, they could have just been like, hey, how are you feeling after that win? And he would have been like, liberate Hong Kong. They would have been fine. But True. they but they didn't. Um, and I think that that shouldn't be, that shouldn't destroy their careers. Just because they were like, oh, the interview is going to go this way. So we'll let him have his eight words. I feel like a lot of people would have let him have his eight words. Yeah. I Because like, what else do you do in that situation? You say like, Hey boss, this guy's wearing a gas mask. Yeah. I just have a, I have a feeling. Yeah, he has a certain political beliefs and leanings, mm-hmm. so we won't give the victor their uh, outro. Yeah, exactly. Which is done at every fucking tournament ever. Mm-hmm. I always skip it when I'm watching replays. <laughs> you're like, yeah, well, of course you're gonna say it's you like, played a good game, oh, yeah. and the opponent sucks. <laughs> I want to thank God. I want to thank my family. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank my coach. I want to thank. Uh, <laughs> some person who has a lot of money who funded them to do something yeah. um want to think tencent want to think china <laughs> yeah um yeah so it does seem like it has a bit of a splash damage on that for sure mm-hmm. on top of everything else and then then we come to the fallout though so uh, a lot of companies have been dealing with china for a long time people have to if you want to do business what? in china right <laughs> if you want to do business in china you have to go through uh china um company a chinese company um like uh not to get too technical but that is their actual national policy <laughs> right yes it is their national policy like even if you want to go your uh, microsoft has azure that's the cloud services mm-hmm. you have to go through a chinese company vianet 21 um it's a completely different website it's a completely different subscription you can't go through microsoft for it yeah because they're licensed everything in china is licensed to china um and so gaming companies like bend over backwards to get into the Chinese market because they're it's a huge market. Yeah. They're like one eighth of the world's population. Imagine like the 18 to 24 for like uh, young white adult males in the U S but imagine that for the rest of the fucking world. Yeah. Um, huge. It's absolutely gigantic. And like for gaming, like their mobile gaming market is huge compared to ours. So if you have an interest in mobile games or you're thinking of expanding there, getting into China is gigantic. Diablo Immortal, yeah. Exactly, yeah, Diablo Immortal. Um, but so so companies go out of their way to you know get into China, and China also has been expanding into the games industry. They have um, significant stock in Epic Store. Uh, they outright own Riot Games. Um, there's you know you can go down the list. You can Google the list. There's a list somewhere. I guarantee it. Um, but the difference basically here is something finally happened. There was an instance of censorship or punishment that the internet exploded over. And like you, you've spent time on the internet, Dave, you know, that it seems to be relatively arbitrary what the internet pays attention to any given time. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, because we're at an age where you have access to so much information of things happening around the globe at all times it's really overwhelming as yeah. far as like it's just sensory overload um it's hard but, to sorry, go ahead. i was gonna say it's hard to process all things but there's a lot of shit happening everywhere a lot yeah. of shit that sucks mm-hmm. flat out um you have shootings you have riots over injustices you have all these things that you should care about but there's 30 of them happening at once and i have to do my day-to-day shit exactly so if the internet which is 
a group of people who are only connected through the internet yeah like you don't necessarily know that other reddit user in michigan but it's always interesting to see people group up and collaborate on a thing that they feel passionate about Mm -hmm. when not actually knowing somebody face to face yeah i always i always think of this as the eye of sauron where it's like everyone's attention for a time is on this but it will shift and usually companies rely on that so like news media yeah yeah. like uh if if your company is suffering like the eye of sauron all of the internet's upset with you for a time you kind of eat the loss you stay quiet maybe you release a statement maybe you do something but you trust that attention will shift and then you'll go back to business as usual you wait for gillette to make an ad or something Mm -hmm. you're like yeah and i think that's what blizzard really hoped would happen here but unfortunately it exploded all over reddit all of the subreddits uh, for each of blizzard's games were like spammed massively with anti-blizzard sentiment and um hot takes on the story everyone has their uh, their opinions on it and these threads get massively upvoted so like they started making mega threads in overwatch in starcraft in hearthstone uh, which is you know the oh, are they blizzard games the origin <laughs> right um and uh it also created threads in like gaming um and even other communities um and so they had all of this outrage all at once massively upvoted people started canceling their wow subscriptions this hurts blizzard a lot because like wow classic launched like last month yeah and that was supposed to be a huge thing because everyone has that nostalgia vibe a lot of people just like wow classic because it was good straightforward and simple and they liked what it was they felt that future content i guess kind of diverged from what they wanted and they were just upset that the original wow was not supported anymore yeah but they finally had this like return to glory um but yeah um having that much negative press around something like that definitely is a big oof and it it kind of poisoned the well of nostalgia i think for some of these people because they go back and they're like oh i like playing this i like playing this this raw experience even with all the bugs everything like that it's good to be back here when times were good and then the company hosting your game you know does all of this to someone because they expressed their political sentiment um and china probably said don't do that nuke that person off the place of the earth off of the face of the earth which is a starcraft reference right exactly uh-huh. T- tactical nuke <laughs> incoming yeah <laughs> Uh, nuclear launch detected there you go okay. that'd be i'd be like i'm gonna screw this up <laughs> um, you remember when they're like oh shit nukes are coming yeah in starcraft remember when the zerg said that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit nukes gurgle gurgle <laughs> what was the uh like freaking call of duty i think it was like was it op 4 that like lost it and he's like it's like and every nuke coming it's all over <laughs> <laughs> it's great um, but yeah, that for one person, um, everybody, everybody lost it, uh, or maybe found it, you know, a uh, conscience, I guess. But there are people who have been subscribed to World of Warcraft for like 15 years past the point. They send you like a statue with like a orc on a, a warg or something like that. And like this guy had a statue. He's like, I just, you know, got my 10 year statue for continuous subscription to World of Warcraft. And I'm canceling my account right now. Um, or outright deleting their accounts so you can submit a gdpr request because of, they have to be compliant with eu standards so personal data um 
where basically you can submit a request and be like, delete all of my personally identifiable data from your servers, right? And that is your account, essentially, like, yeah. right? Like you can't delete that and then still have an account somewhere. Can I log in? <laughs> yeah. They're like, who, who are, are you? you? <laughs> exactly. Um, God's like, I never knew you. <laughs> Uh, and that's like that's massive like a lot of people have sunk a lot of money into blizzard games uh over the years i mean obviously i can't empathize because you know i've never really played hearthstone or anything like that and dropped <laughs> hundreds no, of dollars no, no. um so where where are you at then so i'm not i don't want to delete my account because so selfish reasons i still have all of these games i have all of this content no you invested time money yeah i don't really enjoy blizzard games but at the same time, I understand that deleting their account is a much stronger message than just stopping playing their games. Even unsubscribing from World of Warcraft, that's a medium, I think, punishment. Like, the company will see that. They will see your unsub reason as being Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Um, that was just one person saying Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but if I just like stop playing Starcraft, then they'll be like, oh, Starcraft numbers are down a little bit. Makes sense. They'll that's come true. back. Um, but I appreciate everybody who does delete their accounts. Like that's the extreme. That's the high impact option. You're saying, screw my investment. What you've done here is untenable. I cannot, I don't want to be associated with anymore because of your choice. Personally, my take is I want Blizzard to make it right. And since no company up to this point has been punished for their implementation of trying to use censorship, I want to believe that there's a chance that they'll actually make it right in some way. So I guess what are you hoping that Blizzard will do to make amends? So they, it's, it's really tough actually, because there's, there's almost no path to, there's no happy business path for them anymore because they either placate China and they sign, they just say all of these Western, all this uh, Western um, dissatisfaction, unhappiness, cancellations, everything like that. We're just going to eat that cost, but we're going to keep the Chinese market open and keep them happy. Or they try for like a middle ground where they're like, oh, we're going to unban this character or this player. Maybe we send him his money, we do whatever, and they try to stay on China's good side, which historically is hard. It's all or nothing Yeah. with China. Or they go all out and they're just like, liberate Hong Kong, you know? <laughs> Screw China. <laughs> they give them the, the double bird and they segue. Like they ride a segue backwards while flipping them off yeah, into an exclusively Western market. I find that last one unlikely. Yeah, um, I can't really foresee them just abandoning entire ties uh, with China or Tencent. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly do not see them trying to rectify anything. Yeah. Because as much as they might be eating in current public outrage for like cancellations or removal of accounts, um, like you said, um, you're holding on to your Blizzard content right? because you've invested time and money into it. Yeah. You get enjoyment from it. Mm -hmm. And even though they do something that is negative in your eyes, it's not going to ruin your day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't immediately affect you. 
and I'm probably in a similar boat, honestly. Yeah. Um, because if I did delete, like if I like mid podcast is like, Hey, yeah, um, fuck you, blizzard. Just right. walked over to my computer right now. Alt tab, uh, podcast recording software, <laughs> sign into battle.net. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily feel vindicated or like, ah, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would feel like, hey, give Blizzard a fuck you, and I hope they take that information and then do something with it. Yeah. But at least currently right now, I feel like it would be a fucking drop in the bucket. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe enough drops in the bucket makes it a heavy fucking bucket, you know? That's what I was going to say, yeah. Like... If everyone was like I me. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> Maybe enough drops in the bucket makes it a heavy fucking bucket. It's just like a motivational poster or something. You're just like, he's what like, does this mean? Are, are, is he crying into the bucket? <laughs> the thing is, like, is if everyone was like me, and I, I understand this, if everyone was like me, then Blizzard wouldn't care. But because some people are willing to go further, Blizzard may care um, to the benefit of everybody, including Blizzard fans. Like, if ultimately they do um come down with an understanding here and the thing is like it's it's not just us there was actually a blizzard uh walkout um happened uh tuesday afternoon um where i think it was it wasn't a lot of employees it was like 20 or something walked out and basically um what they did is they sat around a statue that's there in the blizzard courtyard and it's very uh popular famous whatever uh, for blizzard but it's a statue of it's the same statue that the guy got for the 10 year um uh, of continuous subscription mm-hmm. of an orc on a um, a warg and there's a plaque and it says every voice matters oh no <laughs> and in protest like some people have like papered over the plaque just you know tape some paper over it they're just like nope censorship not every voice matters but these these 20 or so blizzard employees were out front uh they got photographed um, they're in within sight of the executive offices on the upper levels of the uh, Blizzard HQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically saying, hey, you know, we're, we're out here. We don't agree with this. Um, and that's 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 serious. Because, you know, what if China's just like, hey, those employees back at, back at HQ, um, you should you should fire them. Like, what does Blizzard do in that case? Maybe China doesn't ask that. But, you know, we don't know how deep that relationship runs um and maybe blizzard without being asked you know just like offer up hey peace peaceful didn't they also like recently have i say recently like within the last six months Mm -hmm. like uh a bunch of layoffs yeah so they had um massive team downsizing on i don't believe it was on the overwatch team but it was some of the other teams where a lot of people uh, got let go now i don't know if they were all developers or if there was like a lot of qa in there i'm not sure what the breakdown was but uh, it's just there under, was a story that's an unrelated remark mm-hmm. i was just curious for yeah. memory's sake um yeah and it, it helps lend perspective like blizzard is a company they go to make money but it's made up of individuals this is kind of the the corporation perspective mm-hmm. it's like you get a bunch, a bunch of people operating together as a corporation somehow it becomes evil well, you know, all of the members or most of the members that make up that corporation actually have good intent. Um, so it's important to remember the individual perspective as well. Yeah. 
So the question is now, if at this point in time you are not willing to say, you're not willing to give Blizzard the uh, Bell Bird yeah. and abandon ship, at what point would you be? And secondarily, is there a company whose business practices, morals, ethics, actions, hmm. have you actually done that for, if at all? Where I just opted out entirely? You're like, fuck this. Uh, I'm not about this bullshit. I don't support what they're doing. I don't know if I've ever gone full kind of um, circle jerky boycott, you know. Um, traditionally, boycotts have been like really unsuccessful. Like there's that infamous picture of uh, Call of Duty where a bunch of people were going to boycott like Modern Warfare 2, I think, because it didn't have private servers or whatever. And then there was a picture of like, oh, here's someone's friends list of all of these people. Or it was the group. Someone took a picture of all the people in the group mm-hmm. uh, day of launch and like 80% of them were playing Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> and part of that is because the people who care about boycotting are also like your biggest fans. They're already invested in your company because if they weren't invested, they'd just not care. They'd be like, oh, I just won't buy the game, you know, whatever. Yeah. They won't say, tell anyone about it. They're just like, I'm just going to not. I feel like I fall into that just going to not situation. Like, I could just choose not to ever buy loot boxes again. Never buy a Hearthstone expansion. Never buy a StarCraft War chest. Or take one step more. Not delete my account, but just never play it again. Yeah. Um. If they came out and they seriously backed China, like officially, and they're just like, this is our line in the sand, maybe I would consider, you know, deleting my account. I can tell you that they won't. Yeah. I don't think there's a reason for them to make a definitive one way or the other statement saying, hey, fuck that guy, or hey, fuck China. Yeah. They, they kind of they already have sit and do not. Well, yeah, they yeah. did have the the tweet saying mm-hmm. we're going to protect China's dignity. Yep. Yeah, and that was on their Chinese social media, so you can't find that one on Twitter. But that is basically what they said. Um, I I think there's more. It's much more likely that I just kind of distance myself from the company, don't engage in their future products. Uh, a lot of people canceled their pre-orders for the Warcraft Three remake i could just choose not to get that i was kind of looking forward to it because i never played warcraft 3 oh dude and then there's the oh, remaster dude. like coming out soon it's on the on the plate and you know maybe you just you just pass up the plate and you play a different game i gotta say in the earlier days of like diablo 2 starcraft 1 yeah. and warcraft 3 mm-hmm. um battle chess days if you will yeah uh, i really did enjoy blizzard's content at that point because that was like my early days of pc gaming um there was a vast wide world of rpg related shit yeah like hey here's this fantastical universe with like three different races and each of them have different abilities and there's a fucking storyline that i cared about yeah and it was all really cool and interesting not to say that their games have taken a nosedive i think they Mm -hmm. still make a lot of great things right um but I don't feel as tied to it. I have mm-hmm. other games that exist now. Mm-hmm. I have other publishers. Yeah. Um, the overall quality of games has gone up dramatically. Oh, yeah. Like Blizzard maybe have been exemplary developers for a long time, but there's other exemplary developers now. Yeah. Like there was this game I've been playing recently. 
Maybe we'll save that for another episode. Right. <laughs> Maple Story 2. <laughs> oh, dude. If we're going to talk about things. Guns uh, online. <laughs> Gunbound? Real talk? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I can I can boycott through apathy now, which is something that would have been harder to do when Diablo 2 dropped. Right? Like, if this was a choice between um, playing or not playing Diablo 2 when it launched, that's a hard choice. Games probably, on average, were not nearly as good back then, and there weren't nearly as many of them. Now I can just be like, oh, I guess, um, you know, Overwatch event, but I'm just not going to log in. I'm going to play more Destiny, or, you know, I'll play TF2 or Titanfall or anything else. Anything with the acronym TF2, basically. <laughs> TF2? There's TF2? Well, to be fair, every time I say, like, D2, you're like, but wait, which? Oh, yeah, I know, right? Destiny 2, Diablo 2. At least I'm two th- characters, hopefully three. <laughs> There's another D2 I'm not thinking of right now. Mm-hmm. Dildos. That was it? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Dildos too. <laughs> Steam game. I hope it doesn't exist. I really hope it doesn't. But, yeah, I mean... I'm going to watch in earnest. I think everybody should, regardless of like how this impacts your playing, um, your playing habits for Blizzard games. Like a lot of people just don't play Blizzard games right now anyways. Um, I think you should keep an eye on it because this is going to be, this is basically like there was, a, there was an edge. There's a line in the sand and everybody was kind of being pushed toward this line. Valve was being pushed every time they had to deal with China, like for their tournaments and Riot gets pushed by being bought out by Tencent. And like Epic gets pushed when they get heavily invested by Tencent. And then Blizzard was kind of here at the front. And they're just like, ban a player for the year. And everyone shoved them forward over the line. And now now we're into uncharted territory where there's actual outrage. Yeah. Because um, for a long time, Blizzard has been one of those companies in the same way that we consider like Steam and Valve. It's like... Mm-hmm. they're one of the boys yeah they're one of us they're gamers <laughs> the boys they get it <laughs> yeah we're all part of this big community mm-hmm. and want to play games and have fun together and it's an interactive experience as games changes over the next it's been i mean it's been constantly evolving since yeah. the beginning of time mm-hmm. um there's adam it eve seems and to have... <laughs> snes, <laughs> SNES. <laughs> well i mean like um as far as technology side, yeah. it seems like things are kind of um, tapering off a little bit. Mm. We don't have these crazy leaps and bounds currently. Right. Um, maybe that'll happen within the next five to ten years. I don't know. Um, but a lot of games and their interactions with companies has been changing with the whole yeah. games as a service and other things and microtransactions and all this other shit. Um, but people do not often realize like companies are companies their objective mm-hmm. is to make money at the end of the day and that's yeah. not to mm-hmm. group all people who work at one company as shit because right. i have a job <laughs> right i mean i consider myself garbage but <laughs> we that's... are in the industry <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean like yeah it's comprised of individuals who a lot of which are probably like us mm-hmm. they are gamers at heart they record they, podcasts <laughs> <laughs> probably better than ours uh. <laughs> but like they're invested in the community mm-hmm. and that world that whole space right um they don't have direct control of what the overall company's actions are right but 
to like stand up against your company in any way, shape, or form, like with the uh, covering up the quote on the statue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes to show that those people still do exist. Yeah. It's really hard to go to your boss and say, I think we should make less money because X. Um, I won't, I won't go too far into that. We'll save that for the fiduciary duty episode, but it's, uh, especially, you know, we live in capitalism, you know, make money good, make less money bad. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it ends up. Um, and hopefully it ends up well for, you know, people in Hong Kong, you know, hopefully it ends up that, you know, people will take the ethical ground, free speech ground for companies in the U S they'll embrace that. At least I'm not saying other countries should change their mission statements to just be like, Hey, we're the U S now, you know, whatever. Don't, don't be us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Learn from our constant mistakes, please. Right. But also, you know, countries in countries in the U S companies in the U S shouldn't be, you know, sacrificing their morals in favor of the bottom line or their ethics. Um, because that's that way lies doom. I think because even if players accept it, you've lost something. Yeah. Um, the older I get, uh, the more I realize that tangible things mean less to me, mm-hmm. which is why this corporeal form is uh throwing <laughs> me for a fucking loop. <laughs> but it, at the end of the day, it's the small shit that you give a fuck about, whether you're recording a podcast mm-hmm. with a, an okay friend. We do this for the money, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, this is really just meant to be like a, a what's going on in the news and a talking point. Yeah. I'd actually really like to hear some feedback if mm-hmm. you have strong or weak opinions on right. this mm-hmm. for what you think's going on in the games industry. Um, if you think Blizzard is making the right call yeah. or where you see these types of things going in the future or where you'd like to see things go. Pretend Dave asks you the questions. He asked me. It's just like, how how does this impact you? Where would be your line before you make action? Or yeah. you take an action to change your gaming habits? Do you habits? have a hard opinion that Jake and I should Do you stop have a soft playing opinion? Blizzard games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this because I'm shitty at support? Or, uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> Just stop playing Overwatch. The rest of them are fine. <laughs> Just don't play Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm also curious. So um, figure out how to send us feedback. Just kidding. Uh, if you want to do that, uh, you can email it in if you want to be like semi-anonymous. It'll just get forwarded to inboxes that we actually check. Um, but uh, you could do so at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I don't know if that gets split off to China or not, I don't know where Gmail lands in this. I think the answer is still no for now, but maybe, um, or you can post it publicly on Facebook, which is definitely being monitored by China at uh, facebook.com slash soapstone podcast. Um, Chinese government hasn't officially followed us yet. They should. I think definitely we need, so we can have a fifth subscriber. Yeah. We need to bump that count up. I think. Yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think about this episode. If you don't comment anything, we're just going to assume that this is the best episode. It's just, it's political rants from here on out. <laughs> this is all I want to hear. No, we'll probably resume a regularly scheduled programming next week mm. with a little 
adorable title for the switch right it would be funny if we had a programming episode though <laughs> like the regularly scheduled programming <laughs> uh, but then no one would listen ever one again. of the cool things about the dotnet core is <laughs> right classes <laughs> static <laughs> and uh and the the end of the episode so until next time we'll see you in the next one Never accept the world as it appears to be. Dare to see it for what it could be. You know, the world could always use more heroes.